The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, just before the top of the last hour, if there's anything out there that you wished would get brought back or you miss and uh, said, I said, text it to us and it doesn't matter how insignificant it is or you think it might be perceived. If it's important to you, it's important to us. Uh, and we have got a ton of text. Did you... Brandon, Brandon Graziano, by the way, sitting in for Jay Led and I today. Yeah, thank you for that, Andrew. Gross. No, Much are you kidding me? I'm glad to have you here. Uh, anything you particularly miss? There is one. You're so young. What could possibly be gone? Uh, sugary cereals. And your innocence. And my sugary cereals. Well, there's still sugary, isn't there? There is still sugary cereals, but there's a lot of regulations now that's done by Canada's version of the FDA, whatever yeah. it's called, the Canada Food Inspection Agency. Ooh, add that to the list. Menthol yeah. cigarettes. Canada Food Inspection Agency basically said a long time ago that, uh, sorry, kids, no more trick cereal or fruity pebbles or... Uh, I think Count Chocula. Oh, my wife's favorite, well. by the way, Count Chocula. They uh, still sell it in the States. She gets exactly. it down there. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, a prime example, I just went to Oregon a couple of weeks ago, and every time that anybody from the newsroom goes to the States, uh, Travis Dosser, who is one of our news anchors mm-hmm. reporters on iNews 880, always asks to bring a family-sized pack of Trix cereal because you can't get it up here. Or uh, and, Trix uh, were for kids. They are for kids. But I'm still one, okay? Uh, okay. I'm still a kid. Yeah, no, basically, absolutely. no. But sugary cereals, because it, it's almost like this this fight against them, and and they won, and I don't like it. <laughs> I just want <laughs> I just want to have it back. And the worst part too is that the first time that I actually had fruity pebbles for the first time in years, because mm. I think that they were out of fruity pebbles by like '96. Fruity pebbles. Fruity pebbles. It was like the Fred. It was like the Flintstone cereal it was called fruity pebbles. Okay. Uh, went back to the states. Went to go and get them. Not pebbles anymore. They're flakes, and they're terrible. <laughs> so it's like I missed that whole transition of fruity pebbles, and I wasn't wow. there for it. And I felt like a piece of my childhood just went out the window. So is there fruity pebbles still available? I'm going to the states oh, they, on they, Sunday. They are. I Do you want me to bring you back some fruity pebbles? I I bought myself a box of fruity pebbles okay, already because that would look odd in the decoration got, uh, form, but still. I also got uh, myself some uh, Captain Crunch uh, peanut butter cereal. Ooh, nice. Very good, uh, which is already halfway done. But uh, no, they're still there, but they're flakes. They're not pebbles, but they're there, huh. and it sucks. But wow. just the regulations on it just kind of, you know, it hurt a little bit. I'd like sure, to bring no, back totally sugary cereals. Yeah, and for me, it's a food item as well. I mean, if I gave it more thought, I could probably come up with more, but... I miss the original KFC French fries. They were oh, yes. they were big and soggy, and you know, but they're not like crisp like they and are the now. The original gravy. They changed. They their changed gravy. the gravy. Yeah, oh, uh, because I used to been. work for KFC. I know oh. how the gravy was made. Oh, you uh, you worked for KFC on uh, Vancouver Island, didn't you? I sure did. Did you work at the store in uh, was it Comox? Where's the no? Base? I worked in Victoria, and I worked in Port Alberni. I went to the uh, KFC in Comox one time years back at about, I don't know, one in the afternoon. Okay. And I was like, yeah, could I get like a three-piece meal, you know? And he was like, uh, no, I'm sorry, we're, we don't have any chicken. And I was that's like, no. You yeah, can't yeah. say Ooh, that. Yeah, that's happened before. Yeah. You and can I, run I, out of chicken. And I was like, did you, uh, did you folks at KFC not anticipate a, a demand for chicken? <laughs> and he was like, no, everyone here buys the sandwiches. So he could sell me a sandwich. He just couldn't sell me a piece. Oh, like the uh, the double decker or whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah, whatever double, it was. Right? Oh, so yeah. They're apparently quite popular on Vancouver. They right? are. Well, it's like a Dairy Queen by my place. 
Ran doesn't out sell of ice burgers. Cream? Doesn't sell the burgers. Well, that's a brazier thing, though, right? It used to be. I you're, know. You're but too young to remember, but there was a time no, where there was a difference no, between Dairy Queen and then some were brazier yeah. outlets. Exactly. Is that, am I saying it right? Brazier? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think you it know is. what? This right. is you're you're we're dating me, buddy. All right. Well, let's go to our text Lawn line. Darts. and We'll go to our phone line. Um, I, I pick regular. I change from VCR to yes. the original Lawn Darts. Oh, Lawn Darts is what you'd like to have The original Lawn Darts back. The dangerous Surprising ones. any of us grew up. I know you're too young for lawn darts, but... All right, so uh, here from our texting line for Dairy Queen. Oh, look at that. We're starting with Dairy Queen to start serving actual soft serve ice cream again like the 80s instead of the ice milk soft serve. Not even close to being as good. That from Brad in Grand Prairie. Um, how about this one? Integrity in our role models uh, is the biggest thing I miss. Superman is dead, but the Kardashians are famous. Where's the justice? <laughs> uh, I said, no matter what. Uh, Smokey and the Bandit Trans Ams, sure. The Honda S2000, what a car. Yes, that was a good car. Nah, no kidding. I think they also, there's a few cars that have been missing from Canada for a few years now. Yeah, that's true. There's the uh, the the Pontiac Solstice. Yes. I think was the most recent one to take a hit. Uh, there's been a big push for yeah a Honda S2000 Mustang SVT Cobra. Uh, there was uh, oh I, I do like my cards Mazda RX-7 so much better than the RX-8. Anyways, I, I I could go on. How about this? Arby's used to have a mushroom and Swiss bacon baked tomato. Oh yeah, so good. Wish that one would come back. That from Doug out in Sherwood Park. There's a lot of text here for the McRib. A and the McDonald's want, pizza. Yeah, a lot of people want the pizza back, the original Coke and the McRibs, and and a couple for stubby beer bottles again. I do kind of miss those, too. I'm not even sure why. Vans, they still have them, though. Like the, the, You can I still get stubbies. Really? Yeah. Where? Uh, there's actually a new promotion out by a company that's, mm. uh, that's well, doing it right now. Well, there's one called Mickey that yeah, you can buy. Yeah, but it was pretty common to get your bottles in stubbies, though, when I was growing up. Van, and so was this. And Red Stripe, I think, so is our right. stubbies. Uh, vans with airbrushed dragons and bubble windows. I remember when you would buy a van, and then you would make a living room in the back. and, and oh, oh, heck yeah, the bed and the Yeah, couch. exactly. Uh, no helmets, three-wheelers, personal responsibility. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia peppercorn ranch dip. Um, this is texture saying, I really miss the TV show The Newsroom. Yeah, me too. AW French fries. I hate the new style. I didn't know they did. Oh, by the way, AW doesn't sell hot dogs anymore, which I miss those as well. Uh, Cuban lunch. Oh, I remember that. Um, I don't know what that is. Can you uh, describe Cuban lunch, please? It's a chocolate bar, basically. Gotcha. Uh, Mel wants to talk to us. Hey, Mel. Hi, this is Mel uh, speaking in. Uh, Tim Hortons uh, recently canceled their pretzel bagel. What? That made for the absolutely best uh, breakfast sandwich, a BLT on a pretzel bagel. N now they have just a bunch of ordinary bagels. Uh, I called the 1-800 number and bitterly complained, but I guess it's not coming back. You're kidding, despite your phone call? Because you know what? My wife loves the pretzel bagel, but she's... Well, I'm not supposed to say my wife's on a diet. We're both on a diet right now, mm. so we haven't been doing that. You're limiting your pretzel intake. We are limiting yes, yes. our non-vegetable intake, basically. <laughs> That's um, so all I wanted to say. Thank you. Uh, no problem at all. Thanks for taking the time to call. Hey, Jed, what's on your mind? Hey, boys. Nice well, to hear your voice. beer bottles, Andrew. We'll go to Verdor. I was just in uh, Quebec. Yeah. And, yeah, they still sell a 24 shirt stuff. Is that a fact? That's at an old country store. Yeah, yeah. Now, for Mr. Graziano there, uh, our uh, Cuban lunch. Oh, buddy, you don't know what you're missing. I, I apparently that. don't know what it's I'm true. missing. It's oh, true. you don't, my man. I'll tell you, that was the best. <laughs> now, my two that I want back, A&W Drive-In, where you pull up, like a little girl comes and pops the little 
plate on your window in yeah. order, and drive-in movies where we used to, instead of driving the pickup truck in, we back it in, put the lawn chairs in the back, and the cooler in between them. That's right. So listen, Jed, don't go anywhere, because I think you might have fun with this as I explain this to uh, my partner here. So A&W, this is the way A&W used to work. And, and every now and then in a small town, you can still see an old A&W that's now, been transferred. Now, Andrew, hey, yeah. Langley, B.C. just closed theirs about two years ago. Really? So you used to be able to drive out. It's right in uh, the outskirts of Langley as you went up to Aldergrove on the hill. Yep. Uh, so these were the best ever, and I think Jed would agree, Brandon. So here's yeah. how it worked. You, you, It's like a parking lot, like angled parking on both sides of uh, a walkway, right? And you pull in and turn your headlights on, and that indicates that you haven't had your order taken yet, right? And then the, the waitress comes out, and she takes your order, and then she goes back inside. You turn your lights off because she now knows what you want, right? Then she comes out with a tray, and you put your window up about halfway, and she hooks the tray on the window, and then everybody eats there in the car. But, and am I right, Jed, uh, because people kept stealing their glasses, because you'd get four root beer and put three glasses Driving back. Driving away by well, accident, right. wink, I'll tell you what, when my grandmother passed away, we went up in their attic in Moncton, New Brunswick. I'll bet you I know we what you found. We used to go on Sunday to get a brown jug. <laughs> yeah. And you get the glasses. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. But hey, Brennan, you know uh, something? What's that? Um, we don't need Hooters when you had the NW driving. Very true. Because I'll tell you, the girls were nice looking, and every once in a while, you'd get old baby there with the uh, server tray, and she'd be on a roller skate and wipe out. You have no idea. I was going to say, I know I know about the roller skating yep. thing. Now, uh, yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't uh, doesn't Burger Baron still have that? Like, it's still operating, but people just but don't use it. Nowhere near like ENW. No, no. no. Like, and I was going to say, Jed, do you, do you remember this? A, because you used yeah. to steal the glasses, what they started doing, <laughs> because everybody did. So what they started yeah. doing was they would write on a little piece of paper how many glasses they put on the tray, and they would slide that under the little orange mat so you couldn't see it. Yep. And and then yep. when they when you turn your lights on to tell them to come get the the glasses, they would come and take a quick look at that piece of paper, right? And make sure Brand, that you, you gave them back all the glasses. Brand, you got to put about twenty five years in yourself, buddy. When you used to go back in the sixties and go in a nice convertible, yeah. Pull up. That's when you wanted to do it. Anyway, guys, thanks for your time. Have a great one. Yeah, Cheers, Jed. Jed. And I'll tell you what, every child, my everybody my age who was at that time a child, um, remembers dad forgetting to, like, unhook the tray or... And just driving away Just with driving it. away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just as you remember being in a drive-in theater and doing the same thing, where you had the speaker like hooked onto the window, right? Which you could hear nothing of the movie, really. And sometimes you'd you'd pull up to the drive, and that was the other thing Jed wanted was drive-ins. Drive-ins changed where you'd go to a certain station and you'd listen to yeah, it. It was on your, a certain dial. Right. Yeah. But it used to be these poles with a speaker on either side, and you'd hook it onto your window, and then nobody could hear anything because they were horrible, and oftentimes they didn't work. So you'd pull in, and it's like, ah, speaker's not working, and you have to pull out and find another spot or whatever. It, the fact that it didn't work properly and the fact that it was hard to enjoy the movie because your kids don't shut up actually made it all part of the experience. It was, Or if you were a teenager, the number of kids you could pack into your trunk so as not to have to pay for everybody. And to this day, I remember pulling into a drive-in with my girlfriend and a buddy of mine was working at the door or the gate. And as I pulled up, I was like, so how much is that going to be? He goes, well, let's see. It'll be uh, 12 bucks for the two of you and 24 for the guys in the trunk. <laughs> I was like, eh, fair enough. <laughs> Seems about right. <laughs> That's yeah. a pretty good estimate. Uh, Lindsay wants to talk to us. Hey, Lindsay. 
Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good. You brought up a, a very fond memory. Which it was? was? Back, it was back in 1980, and I, we just bought my uh, 79 MGB. <laughs> yeah. Had the top down, and I took my girlfriend, which is now my wife of 35 years. Nice, congratulations. And uh, we went to the A&W, which was the only one, I'm pretty sure it was the first one, it was on 109th Street, just just north of Jasper. You want a date that, that uh, yeah, I'm glad I brought that memory back for you. That was a good date place, right? Because it was inexpensive, pretty good food, sort of got service. Yeah, we had the top down. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great summer evening. Like, that's just a, that's such a great thing. There used to be such a great thing to do on a hot summer night. So not only do I still have my wife, Karen, for 35 years, I still got the MGB. <laughs> do you have any mugs, though? Yes, I <laughs> See, I'm telling you, everybody. We got, a, we got a new kitchen, so we had to clean all the cupboards out, taking out the old, and we're putting everything back in, and... Surprise, surprise. I know. I know. You know, the funny thing about it, Lindsay, is you take those big mugs, right? The ones, everybody stole the big ones, but you take those big mugs home, right? You wash them out, and then you take like a can of Coke, and you go to pour your can of Coke, and you realize how little those mugs actually hold. Like, once you put a little ice in them, you can only get half a can of Coke. Like, it looks like a big mug, but that glass is thick, eh? That weighs about five pounds. Yeah, exactly. Lindsay, appreciate the phone call. Nice memories. Uh, give your wife a hug for me. Okay. All right, take care. Uh, and Harvey, before we take our break. Hey, Harvey. Hey. Uh, this is a traumatic one, so it's got to get on the air. About three or four months ago, McDonald's discontinued their brand muffins. No. They, they changed their whole lineup and brand they left out. So that that's absolutely a trauma for us here. So, well, it would be. How old are, how old are you, Harvey? I'm uh, pushing 72. Nice. And, and I don't need the brand for what you think. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That is where I was going with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty quick sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty regular, I mean, are you, Harvey? Good for you. Because that's my. I've got a relative in my family that uh, that's their morning every morning is a cup of uh, McDonald's yeah, coffee and a brand problem. muffin. You know, and they're less sugar than the other ones. You know, yeah, I'm a health nut. Everybody's got to get healthy. Harvey, appreciate <laughs> the call. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Glad to hear that Harvey's regular. All right, let's take a, a break, and uh, we'll be right back. It's more fun at A&W. We'll have a mug of root beer or maybe two or three. Make the perfect size from the burger family. Hey, let's all go to A&W. I can taste it now. Texter said they missed the original theme song. They had forgotten all about it. Gee, you you were masterful of finding that in just the seconds that I gave you. But yeah, that was it. That brings back memories right there. Oh, or Toys R Us. Toys R Us is still around. Yeah, no, but the thing. The that, jingle. Yeah, I the don't jingles. want to grow up. I'm a Toys, Toys R Us kid. kid. 
There's a million toys at Toys R Us that you can, can play, play with. with. More games, more toys. Oh, boy. I want to be a Toys R Us kid. Uh, over from our texting line, the drive-in in Sunset, Pennsylvania, had a $5 a carload night. <laughs> so just just pile awesome. it on. Yeah, if you can't beat them, join them, hey? Uh, on some Saturday nights back in the 70s, you would not believe how many people you could squeeze into my 69 Impala. Um, and then Terry wanted to hear the A&W theme song, so we played that for you. Um, miss the Lumberjack Pancake Syrup. I that, don't know what that is. From Jeanette, I do. Oh, it was thick. It was good? Delicious. It was really good, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could eat just the syrup or put that on ice cream. Oh. Uh, the death of the whistle dog is tragic. I agree. So A&W not selling hot dogs or whistle dogs anymore, and that was my go-to, whistle dog. No, I, I, I have they had a hot tasty. dog before at A&W, mm-hmm. and it was really good. Yeah, I think uh, I think I, I, it's been a long time since I've had it, but okay. uh, yeah, I, I, I guess All I right, mean wow. hot dogs. Where where else can you go for hot dogs? I guess now. I mean where, Dairy Queen. Where, Dairy Queen, you go for a hot dog? Yeah, oh yeah. I would think like New York fries. Uh, well, sure. They also sell them at uh, Safeway. Yeah, but I mean, it's hard to, to screw up cook a, them. Yeah, I suppose uh, I cook them all the time. Special crisp chocolate bar, sure. Tahiti treat, soft drink. Safeway select roasted red pepper salsa. That is pretty darn specific. But I guess it's just you just really want it back. Yeah, if that's whatever the case. you want, uh, Atari. Oh, Atari was the worst. Was no, the worst. You take that back. <laughs> was it Atari that first came out with Pong? Yes, it was Atari with Pong. You kids are spoiled today. You know that? You know what we had for our first video game? We had Pong. And so it was What's like... Wrong with I was Pong? old enough for Pong. Okay, all right. Sorry, G. So here's the deal. First of all, it took years for Pong game companies delightful. to realize um, that you should plug the paddles into the front and not the back of a game, which is really weird because you always gave up six to eight inches of cable because they always plugged into the back. So that was number one. But Pong was just a paddle um, and a ball and it just it just bounced off the walls and the roof, and you moved your paddle with your little rotator. But that was I know what so Pong is yeah. okay. at the time. But here's the thing, though. That was revolutionary. Like sure. that, that made like the platform to everything that video games are today. Sure. Just about. Oh, no, you don't Not believe sure, me. Yeah. No, no, it I is. do believe. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just saying Pong was... Pong is still... I'll yeah, still we play played Pong. Pong on a black and white there TV. There are still... Here, here's the thing. This okay. is how revolutionary Pong was. I think right. a couple years ago was like Pong's anniversary, like 40th or 30th anniversary, whatever it was. Yeah. They ended up playing Pong, I think, in Times Square, like on the big screen there, <laughs> where they, you could actually play Pong, like on a huge, huge screen. Um, but no, Pong is... People still play Pong today for money. Activision they're, they're, had Pong, says uh, this texture. There's uh, the whole esports, like the electronic sports. People still play Pong for money. Huh. Like, it is still around today. So, all right. I'm well, just listen, saying, buddy. I'm just uh, saying. Of all the things I've ever said on this uh, radio program, I cannot believe that Pong was the one that set you off. All right, we've got to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got to take another break. Uh, we'll check on your news headlines. We're still getting lots of texts. Keep them coming. 630, 630. Would you mind letting us have the paper? 
This is a McDonald's commercial? Yeah, a really bad one about <laughs> feeding the garbage cans. Uh, you know, we let you dictate the direction of the show, I'm you sorry. the listeners. That so bad. That's all right. So I got to tell you, you are very engaged with this topic, so we'll keep it going for a few more minutes at least. And not the least of which uh, among that engagement is my wife, Carol, who has oh, texted me on my what phone. What does she want to uh, have back? She's got quite a list. Oh, really? Um... Corn fritters from KFC, Count <gasps> Chocula, Wigwags, Boysenberry yogurt, the old Mr. Crispy is Christy ginger snaps that used to come in a big brown bag. I remember those. Those corn fritters. Yeah, I know yeah. they were good. And she asks, "Do you remember McDLTs? They came in a two-sided container to keep the patties hot and the cold stuff cold. Then you'd slap it together when you're good to go, and you had the best burger ever. I do remember those." Uh, text coming into six thirty, six thirty. Eaton's, Eaton's, Woolworths, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Woodwards. Wood. Well, we were Woodward's. talking about that for the parcel pickup. Yeah, that's right too. Consumer distributing. Remember that? How about uh, getting a comic and a coke for a quarter? Absolutely. Uh, Safeway <laughs> Select roasted red pepper salsa. Oh, that's a second. Maybe not an item. Sid wants but, a slush uh, puppy. Sid, our boss, wants a, a slush puppy. They and were delicious. Maybe not an yeah. item, but uh, do you remember? Uh, and and this this could be just me. But every Easter, now Easter it snows. Yes. Before Easter, like back in the day, used to be just nice and sunny and, you know, April flowers, you know, or April showers. Bring May flowers. And yeah. it would actually, like, that was, you know, the law that it would just rain in April. Yeah. But now, it, now, it, now you know, it, it snows all the way until June sometimes. I don't like it. Bring bring back the actual rule of April showers. I, and I hate flowers. to I hate to point out the obvious, and perhaps I shouldn't. Uh, you know, you moved here from Eastern Canada. If you move back, I think you'll find that it still does that. No, it, it doesn't. Sort of, no, no, no okay. it totally doesn't. All right. Uh, I keep up to date with uh, with my family right. there, and they tell me it's like, oh no, it's all snow here. I'm making like, yeah, a well, making yeah. a mental note, actually a written note right now. Okay. Pong. And Toronto weather are your two <laughs> hot button items. Okay, no problem. Uh, Orion sour cream chips, says JP. Oh, Fat Emma bars. Uh, ice cream sandwich called Snack and a Half. And Mandy says, what about Mojo Chewy Candies? Sure, I remember those. Five Star Chocolate Bar, Bryce says, from Calgary. And this one, I don't know if you'd remember it, uh, Brandon, Happy Pop. Do you remember Happy Pop? I do oh, not remember Happy yeah. Pop. Yeah. It was perfect for birthday parties, as this texter actually says. We got that for birthdays, and you could choose your favorite. Black cherry was always the best. Lime. They, yeah, they came in a great big... Flats. Right. And you you could stack them if you had enough, uh, you know, whatever. And you keep them in, your dad would keep them in the garage, right? And you weren't supposed to touch them. But what you do is, yeah. like, pull two rows off and grab one then put them back again. Sort of like you did with his beer, right? But, yeah, they came in all kinds of different flavors. And the caps had happy faces on them. That's right. That's why we called them Happy Pop. And how about this? And you asked me off air what it was. Bring back the Dickie D ice cream trikes. And you said, that's supposed <gasps> to be trucks. But no, no. it's trikes. So the deal was, and my brother actually peddled one of these back in the day in Winnipeg. So they they build them. They're they're basically wood framed. They're a fridge, but they're not in any way. There's no electricity or power running to them. So it's sort of like a big cooler that's on the front of a bike, a trike. And the guy would pedal his way around the city, ringing three bells in front of him. And when kids heard heard those bells, they would scream, "Diggy D man!" It was so, yeah. so basically, it was the the original ice cream truck, essentially. There were still the ice cream yeah. trucks. They they yeah. just went with the ice cream trucks. Like sure. it was in conjunction with. 
these were that was the best ever possible summer because you job. can catch up to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could chase them down. It was a good exercise for the guy who's doing it, and he had to pedal his butt off because and to run away from children. Well, that <laughs> and the fact case. you got to sell all your ice cream before it that melts, right? So. Yes. Yeah, that and then is, he, he'd open up true. this. He'd open up this lid on the top that was like the lid of a vault, like just this big fat lid, like boom. And he'd like reach in and pull out your ice cream, and you'd give him change, and he'd have one of those little change things on his belt so he could make change for you. Oh, here's another one to us. Six thirty, six thirty. The Oilers alternate jersey with the mechanical oil drop jersey. Mm. That was really dark blue and black and silver. I think is what it was. Sure. Uh, I guess in regards to that, I actually missed the old. Phoenix Coyotes jersey. It's a weird thing. I know. I, I it's just it was one of the first things that I remember as a kid when like being introduced to the NHL. Yeah, was it was the 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 Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Mm. Obviously the Leafs because that's where I grew up. And I also remember I got like my first merchandise from the NHL was a, uh, a Phoenix Coyotes jacket. With the hat, like the old symbol on it, like with the, I I can't remember what the the art design is called, but you know what I'm talking about with the goalie stick. Yeah. 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 I missed that one. You are young because uh, when I got introduced to the NHL, there was six teams. Oh, really? And you watched it on a Saturday night. And that's the only time you could watch it. Pretty much. No, you actually sat down and watched it or you had to listen? Listen, I I don't want to turn into the really old guy. (laughs) (laughs) But you know where we saw prize fights like say Muhammad Ali fought do you know where we would see that fight? where would you see that fight at the movie theater before the movie played oh so you go to the movie theater and they would do a newsreel they would call it and they would show highlights of that fight so you showed up early you get to see the fight and then you'd watch your movie really I, I am, did not know that. Am I really that old? I know but uh, it, there was no pay-per-view or anything there was no well, so there was no way to watch it well, I, I guess not. Well, I would think cable television, if anything, would maybe like stream it or not stream it. I guess streaming is not a thing, but yeah. carry it. But no, no, I didn't know that because because now, like ever ever since I've grown up, uh, movie theaters, all you play is just what's what's next. Yeah. You know, after the or you know what's next uh, coming in theaters or here's the specials that you can get right now, concessions or here's how you become a member of some fancy club, <laughs> and that's yeah. it. Yeah. I know it's become very high tech. You play games now and try and guess trivia and stuff like that. It is fantastic. Oh, I love it. Glad you enjoyed it. I can never get my phone (laughs) up in time to answer any of the damn questions. Um, Here we go. The Hartford Whalers. I'm thinking about about doing this, and I don't know if if I should because it's really going to exclude a great amount of a great percentage of our audience. But. And I'm not going to give these away right now. But you know, I said earlier we have tickets to give away to the the Oil Country Championship. Uh, that's the Syncrude Oil Country Championship, a PGA-sanctioned event. With Wayne Gretzky. Wayne He's going to be there. He's going to be part of uh, yeah, the uh, whatever they call that thing, celebrity uh, whatever. Golf tournament. But I'm thinking about and You know what? Maybe, no, I'll, just, I'll throw it out there. That maybe the trivia question, since we're talking about things that we remember, um, that I throw it out there that, that the question for the trivia, and I bet you don't know the answer. Maybe you do. Um, do you want me to answer it right now? If you know you... the answer, you throw it out there, and then sure. our listeners will know the answer. And and now keep it in mind, the category it... for Jeopardy is really old stuff. Okay. All right. Who is Vianco Bogate? I know the answer. Do you, do, want you me to, really? do you want me to say it? 
Sure. Who's Vianco Bogate? Vianco Bogate is a terrible downhill skier. He's not a been... terrible downhill skier. He just had a bad day. <laughs> he, had a he just had a bad day. <laughs> but he's been recognized for it. Forever. For his bad day. ABC's a... Wide World of Sports. Yes. The agony of defeat as the ski jumper hits the pole at the bottom of the jump. That's Vianco Bogate. Uh, th- here's my... Uh, he's... Is he Latvian? Is, is that right? He's or from che- some country not typically uh, thought of as a powerhouse. I think, in I think Czech. Uh, no, I want to say Czech Republic. It could be. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll, ABC's we'll Wide World of Sports. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, as poor uh, Vianco Bogate hits the pole. And by the way, for years, did not know he was the agony of defeat. When they had their 20th anniversary reunion, they, of course, invited him to be there. And he said he didn't really know why he was there, because he was in this one Olympics and didn't do very well. And everyone informed him, because you're the agony of defeat. Slovenian. Slovenian. Yeah. Not considered a powerhouse? Probably not. In ski jumping. But But yeah, I do know him. There you go. I'm good at, like, pub trivia. Good for you. Yeah, trivia that is probably not going to, you know, help me out at any point in my life. It won't help you, but it could help one of our listeners. Because in the next 45 minutes, we'll say, I'm going to give away those tickets. And the answer... Is Vianco Bogate? Is is Vianco Bogate. All right. In the category of really old things. Yeah. All right, let's take uh, take our other break. We've got a call or two to get to. We'll do that coming right up. This is my Saturday night growing up. Hockey night in Canada. No, it, it was my Saturday night. All right, all right. Sometimes Sundays, but it'd be during the afternoon. Yeah, young punk you. During the afternoon? That's not hockey night in Canada. It's I still remember a guy in, in Toronto, Canada. a comedian in Toronto, was going to come tour out west for his first time ever. And he had a joke about hockey night in Canada. And he said to me, you're from the west, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, do you guys get hockey night in Canada out there? I go, hockey night in Canada. And he goes, yeah. And I go... No. Don wants to talk to us. Hey, Don, that was one of the things you missed, right? The original Hockey Night in Canada theme? Oh, I love that song. Me it too. Was so, it, you looked forward to it on a Saturday, whether yeah. it was raining or 30 below. It was one of the few tunes, honestly, Don, that my parents, my dad particularly, would let, would let us crank the TV up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it, it, it just it got your blood boiling. Yeah, well, it's, other, not, it's still there. Well, it's who just owns it now? It's not CBC. Not CBC, because they wouldn't <laughs> yeah. pay the widow of the guy who... Did, it was like a million bucks. Yeah, 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 with some rights to it. We no, I get that, but it, the, that era is gone, too. It, yeah. It, it, I mean, I understand the song is still there, and it still plays, but that era when you were a kid, it's, it, you know, obviously we're older now, so... Yeah. The other one, the other one that I miss is the Hinterlong, uh, Hinterland commercials. You know what? I know exactly what you mean. I wonder if we could find one of those. Gee, can you dig for a Hinterland commercial? To talk about the polar bear or... uh... Well, they would pick the most obscure sort of... And then they would... I don't even know how to describe it, Don. How would you describe it? Sort of like you'd have this like little waning music in the background. The groundhog. Yeah. I think it was a fluter recorder. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Be the groundhog, and, uh, the uh, potato of the rodent family, like that kind of thing, right? And yeah, I think, it, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but didn't they like make one up and everybody thought it was real on the house hippo? Yes, they did, yeah. The house hippo. I thought that was real and I left peanut butter out. <laughs> hey, Don, help me out with this. Was it Hinterland commercial? Or Canada Heritage Minute? Or, yeah. or what was the one where you had to, to write to 88 Spark Street? 
Do you remember that? Yeah, actually, I do. Uh... Oh, I'm going to have to Google that. Because right at the end of the commercial, it was like, for more information, write to so-and-so, 88 Spark Street, Ottawa, Canada. Yeah, uh, we'll find I, it. I actually, I do remember that. And the other thing that I, that I sincerely miss was when the penny had a, a lot of value. And I used to go to this corner store, and the penny would be divided into half and quarters for candy. That's right. Yeah, I remember that, too. I'm looking for 88 Spark Street. Ah, it's coming up at Cambridge, Philadelphia. Ah, we'll figure it out. We'll get to the bottom of that. Yeah, I do remember that. And listen, I, I remember also, to be honest with you, when hamburgers were five cents and cheeseburgers were six. And I remember yeah. those plastic soldiers that didn't do anything. There was like green ones that were American, gray ones that were German, uh, beige ones that were uh, Japanese. And they cost, Japanese? Yeah, yeah, and they cost 25 cents each. So you would like just save your pennies. And when you had 25 cents, you'd go in and buy another one. Yeah, man. Or you went and picked, uh, or you went and picked bottles and used the bottles for the <laughs> yeah. return. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, some good yeah, memories. Thanks for that, Don. Is ginger beer where you took yes. ginger beer out of that big cooler? Yes. Oh my gosh. Brandon's just staring at me blankly right now. All right. Good memories, Don. Thanks for the phone call. We've got so many calls now. Dominic, what did you want to uh, remember? Hello, Andrew. Um, the one that I would like to remember is the uh, the Bonanza theme. When uh, the yes. opening uh, act was, they had that map that it burned. It burned in the like, middle. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that was just incredible. I love that song. Like the, it, it fits perfectly to that uh, that that show. When I was a little kid, I looked forward every every time that show was on. I always sat in front of the TV and kind of tapped my feet or my hands to make that that sound. Yeah, there was oh, wasn't it Haas? It was Haas and. Yeah, I can't remember yeah. the characters, but they showed all the characters and then this map, and then you'd see the map start to get brown in the middle, and suddenly it would it would burst into flames. Yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll try and dig that one up for you, too. That'd be great. All right, thanks, Dominic. Appreciate Thank the phone call. Ah, so on that note, uh, yes. I guess for me, something similar, well, not really similar, but uh, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I watched that with my kids. Did, did you ever figure it out? Because I couldn't. Weighing no more than one and a half pounds. Oh, here we go. This is Interland. They remain with their mother at least two and a half years. Important to the Eskimo that music culture in the background? and prized for its luxurious coat. The polar bear is being carefully managed. There you go, the one in the polar bear. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's what we're... Make a list, G. Here's what we're still looking for. We're looking for the Bonanza theme song. And we're trying to remember who you wrote to at 88 Spark Street. I think it was 56 Street. Spark Street. Well, maybe it was. 56 Spark Street. Because 88 Spark, Spark Street is, is a, um, it's, it's a, a tourist district, like so a shopping district. So what's 56 district. Spark Street? I think that's what we're looking for, and I need to go. Well, what made right you come now. up with the number 56? I'll let you know in a couple seconds. All right. While you uh, do that, we'll uh, check in here. Uh, hi, who's this? Hello? Marie? Yeah, that's you. Who's oh, yeah. Marie? I've got that. Um, I think it was... Um, that 53 Spark Street order, it went like this. This is Lata Hitchmanova, yes. Unitarian Service Committee, 53 Spark Street, Ottawa, Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So what was she advertising? Was it like UNICEF or something? Uh, Unitarian Service Committee or something. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly... Yeah, that's a pretty good impression of it, too. Yeah, Lata Hitchmanova. Lata Hitchmanova. Google that, Brandon, then we'll get to the USC of Canada. USC. 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 Oh. So it could be Unitarian Service. Unitarian Canada. Service 
Could Federation be. or something. Yeah. Thank you for that. I'm glad you remembered that. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Yeah, I can sing Bonanza for you. Oh, let's hear it. Why? I know. Why should we look it up when we've got you? Anytime we need Bonanza, we're going back. I'm saving this number. There you go. All right. Thanks for the call. Rick wants to talk to us as well. Hey, Rick, what do you miss? Growing up in Edmonton, Alberta in the 70s, turning of age just under the age of 18, which was the legal age. Um. We used to get into the tavern, and getting into the tavern, last call, the lady would always come by the tables at last call, and there would always be a bunch of us sitting there. And In Alberta, they had the Alberta Liquor Control Board, so they had their tavern glasses were a little bit smaller than what you would have today. But we used to order at last call, which was 15 minutes to midnight, 100 draft. <laughs> and what was that? The, the pricing on 100 draft was $10. <laughs> $100 draft for 10 bucks? $0.10 cents a draft. You're losing money not to. Really? Where where was that? The Riviera Hotel, which is just yeah. not too far from the Global Studios. So. Yeah, I know where the Riv is. Well, I, I used to stay there when I was a comic. It's something else now. Isn't it a Ramada or something now? Well, it's still got the R up there. It was uh, Jake Superstein used to own it, and and uh, was the Riviera Hotel for many, many years. And the R is still up in the, the emblem is still up on the top of the hotel. What was that hotel? Do you remember this one? Edmontonians will remember it. Where you're along Calgary Trail as you're driving from Calgary into Edmonton. And it had numbers that didn't seem to relate to anything on each floor at the end of the, the building. Do you remember that? I don't. Yeah, it, there, I can't It's still there. It used to be the bus stop for the Red Arrow. And every day I would drive by it, and I'd see these numbers on the outside of the building. They're gone now. This is years ago. And I finally, curiosity got the best of me, and I went into the hotel and asked them what the numbers were. And, and they had to phone. And she was like, I don't really know. She phoned somebody. And it turned out the answer was, it's the last two digits of the room number on that floor. But it's, oh, just, wow. it's just the weirdest thing to put. Like, these were a good five-foot-high numbers. It was just a weird thing. Here's another one. I'll add you this one. We used to sit in the living room, and there was four kids in our family, so mom and dad, Saturday night, hockey night in Canada, and we would hear all of a sudden, it's your turn. No, I didn't last. It's your turn. And what what that was uh, signaling was, it's your turn to change the channel. <laughs> yeah, the kids were the, the original remote. Absolutely. Nice <laughs> Rick, thanks for the memory, man. Good to talk to you, too. And Brian, you wanted to talk to us. Yeah, the Littlest Hobo on Saturday morning, and the Red Skelton Show, and Ed Sullivan. The Red Skelton Show, absolutely. And the Littlest Hobo, do you remember Saturday this? Saturday morning. Hang on. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'm always. I had to put you on hold so you could hear it, Brian. That's that's the song, right? Yep. Thank you very much. Hey, you're very welcome, my friend. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Wow, some great memories, Brandon. Oh my lord. Some really good ones, yeah. yeah. I'm still waiting for the sugary cereal, though. Like that's. Listen, I got you back. I'm going down to New Orleans on Sunday. Uh, it was uh, fruity pebbles. Narlands. Narlands. I'll be in Narlands. No, if that's the case, I mean, I'm going to mooch then if this is the case. I'll tell you I'll right now, uh, I've, I, A, 
will get you your Fruity Pebbles. Uh, but B, <laughs> they will come back in my luggage, which means to ensure their safety, they're going to be wrapped in my underwear. So I'm just letting you know that now, that those are so my conditions. it's going to come with a little bit of uh, flavor, extra no, flavor? No, you know, I'm just saying that... You when are you wanna, taking off again? Don't want to crush your pebbles. Uh, Saturday night, I want to say Sunday morning, perhaps. I think this, it's like... This coming Sunday? Yes. Okay. That's it. Done. Off to Narlands. Off to Narlands for a week. And then when I come back, I'm off from the station for a week, but I'm working. I'm doing comedy work for a week. Oh, okay. So you'll be there. Which is like a vacation, yeah. I'll be around if you need me. All right. uh, We'll take a break, get your news headlines. When we come back, we'll have weather and maybe that opportunity to win those tickets. So don't forget, we're going to ask you who Vianco Bogate is. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.